What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Misfits of HVAC podcast and live stream. Happy to be back. Jennifer, nice to see Bye. you. How how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing all right. Um, I was I definitely missed you the last two weeks. <laughs> I missed you too. I missed we had everybody. Quite the show that that one week. Um, no, it was it great. Was, it was insane, but it was great. Yeah, I'm glad it you was, made it too. It was great. I watched the whole thing. I had a lot of familiar faces popped on there. Ben and Angel, HVAC boss. It was a good show. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I just want to shout out everybody here in the chat real quick. Brett Wetzel, Advanced Refrigeration Podcast is here. J.D. Kelly, um, Jason Johnson, Jesus Fish, 207 Customs. Guys, thanks for coming around, checking us out every Saturday and listening on the pod on the audio podcast. I definitely appreciate it. Everything's been growing nicely, and I'm super thrilled that you guys are sticking around and checking us out every week. So absolutely so what's new jen uh randy torboli's in the chat too hey randy hey randy so i just wanted to um kind of give you guys a sneak peek so i was talking to ben last week and he wanted to send me an edition of the magazine because we don't have it in our supply houses here you guys that are in the cities probably have better luck definitely in texas for sure but i got my copy and it's pretty awesome and we've got fujitsu on the back and it's really thick like it's really thick compared to what i thought it was going to be um but there's like a recap of the awards there's pictures it's really awesome there's there's different ads from you know people like jumper king and subco trade box it's really it's a great magazine and um, i talked to ben i'm going to be doing some writing for it for the future issues it's going to be a really really big project that he's putting on so i just wanted to give that a little bit of support on our show Absolutely. I, I don't have a physical copy of it, but I had it popped up in my email. Um, I'm like, who's Ben? And why is he emailing me? And I open it up and there it is. It's the HVAC Tactical <laughs> Magazine. It was pretty cool. Uh, if you open up the email, maybe you guys have got it as well, but you can actually like swipe the, swipe. you swipe it like you're turning the, um, turning the pages. Uh, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that can be more That's questions we have for, for Ben when he comes on. But I'm wondering how often this magazine is going to come out. It's going to be a so monthly he's, or he's going to try to do quarterly um, this year. It'll probably be twice this year. Um, mm -hmm. But then going forward, he's going to try to do quarterly. Gianna from Fujitsu is helping out with it. He's got a lot of support now, so it's going to be great. And then also the um, awards nominations just opened up this month. So everybody, um, the link is on my page, on my Facebook page and my Instagram. If you haven't done your nominations yet, definitely go in and do that. Um, I've already nom done all my nominations for all of our, my buddies. So I hope you guys all get awards. It's going to be great. <clears throat> and I am gunning for Lady of the Trade in case you're wondering, people. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll have to get on there and uh, put in my nomination for Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of nominations and awards... The guest yes. we have tonight is Mr. Pat Finley, and he is an award winner. Look at him there. There he is. along with this thumbnail. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Mr. Pat Finley, he's the host of Commercial Kitchen Chronicles and creator. Pat, how the hell are you doing, man? I am freaking outstanding, guys. I am so excited to be on here. Uh, you guys were booked out for quite a while, and I had to wait. I took my time signing up for a date. I missed the whole month of June. So here it is, mid-July, <laughs> and I'm finally here. But I'm excited for it. You guys are awesome. I too. 
So let's do a quick recap. What was the award you won for? It wasn't podcast of the year because I know Gil Cavey won that. It was like best social media. Yeah, I was totally blown away. It was. It was best social media content. Um, I didn't even know I was nominated. So Ben reached out to me like a week and a half before the awards. Like, hey, are you coming? I was like, yeah, man, I'm not going to miss for nothing. You know, I had a blast in Vegas. I was excited for Atlanta. I'm excited for Chicago. You know, this is building every year. And uh, he's like, so do you go by Pat or Patrick? And I was like, well, I go by Pat. This is my mom. It's Patrick. My dad's name was Pat. She refused to call me Pat. So she calls it Patrick. So it is what it is. So I get it, you know. Um, He's okay. He's like, you're nominated for an award, by the way. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you're nominated for an award. I just want to make sure you're going to be there. And I was like, cool. I was like, I thought maybe like they messed up my name badge or something or they needed it. For the <laughs> so I get there early. Um, the night before, I go hang out with Chris Stevens. We got dinner and some drinks. We hang out. Just had a blast. You know, Chris is one of the, I saw the best pictures. guys I've ever met, man. Like the first time I met Chris, I was so fanboy. And now it's just like, we're just buddies. <laughs> like, I hang out. I'm like, I see him. Like, hey, let's grab some meat. Let's grab a drink. You know, so. Yeah. And Sunday rolled around. And it was the you know it was the award show, and we're there, do our red you know our red carpet entrance, and we're eating dinner and everything. And you know they start the awards, and I was like, okay, I wonder what I'm nominated for because he wouldn't even tell me. I asked him, well, I was told, nope. Oh, can't wow. oh, okay, he's like, I was like, who am I sitting with? Nope, can't tell you. I was like, okay, so <laughs> I ended up sitting with Matt Waxer and Vader the plumber, and I nice. had never, I didn't even know it was Vader because I'd never seen him at that point. He was always wearing the mask or just showing him work. Yes. And so I was like. I was like, oh, who are you? And he goes, it's Vader. And I was like, what? I was like, I never see your face, dude. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, he doesn't show his face a lot. He's doing more now. So <laughs> <laughs> he's a good dude. So, you know, we're going through the awards and that social media comes up and the two guys, you know, Jamie's up there. And I was like, oh, man, Jamie's got this in the bag. And the other guy has, has some pretty good stuff. And then all of a sudden, it scrolls through and there's a picture of an ice machine, a video of an ice machine I'm working on at a, at a local university. And I was like, holy crap. That's I, was, me. I was like, it's me. I was like, this is awesome. That's I'm awesome. awesome. Jamie, Jamie's gonna beat my ass. And then uh, <laughs> he even looks down at the envelope and he looks up at me and looks down at the envelope and smiles. He's like, there's no freaking way, dude. And he called my name and I lost it, man. I that was that was like the second award I'd won in like a, a four or five month period. And I just I wanted to cry and I couldn't do it. I just I kept it put together, uh, went up on stage <laughs> long enough to thank everybody. I ha- could remember to thank without stumbling all over myself, looking terrible. And I made yeah. My wife, because she's a huge part of it. I mean, she sits there nice. watching videos on the couch. She's like, "You want to watch TV?" Which means I just sit on the couch next to her and play on my phone, and edit videos. Yeah. But she watches TV, but she understands. She helps out, so it was really cool. Um, it was one of the coolest things I've done. I'm, I'm proud of that award. I'm proud of both the awards I won last year, and I look forward to see who gets it next year for sure. No, that's you awesome. Had a for huge sure. year. You had a huge year, Pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had, you had, you had a huge year and you looked good up on stage. You looked awesome and you presented yourself great and it was cool. And congratulations on that. Uh, it's very, very cool. And, you know, I actually thought about that today because I went back and looked back on a podcast. I think it was the first podcast you'd been on or live stream with me. Yes. Yes. And I was actually trying to find some clips to play tonight, but I didn't end up getting them. But we were actually discussing what the name of your podcast was going to be back then. And, um, you know, and you said wow. Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. And I was like, that's got a nice ring to it. And it certainly does. So, guys, anybody out yeah. there that hasn't checked out Commercial mm-hmm. Kitchen Chronicles, Pat Finley is the host and creator. But I understand now that we're kind of bringing on some more um, people into that. Um, you've got some other hosts and people that you're bringing on regularly, correct? Yeah, I got Jennifer's buddies on there. Uh, Jason Lattimore, <laughs> he's a 
he got to hang out with Jennifer a couple weeks ago. So I'm kind of jealous about that. Yeah, he's um, one of my good friends. I love Jason so much. Jason is like the most genuine, nice person. I'll be having a Absolutely. bad day. I had a kind of rough week. I did some stuff I shouldn't have done. I mean, we may cover that a little bit later, but uh, I said some stuff I should have said. I, I should have said it. I should have worded it better. I'm bad about that. And I'll admit it 100%. Um, even Brett tells me, you got to learn to shut, shut up. <laughs> but I said some Brett stuff, can I, be kind of crass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I said some stuff, and like I was in a bad mood. Jason called me as look, you can't take it back. Learn from it. You're gonna grow. You're gonna be bigger than this. Don't worry about. It. Don't beat me up. Give me a little pet talk. I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. He's really good for that. Really <laughs> yeah. good for that. So when I originally started, I didn't have a co-host. I was kind of just doing it by myself. I was lost, and I wanted I, I wanted Jason to come on board and help me because he's got that great personality. He's yeah. nicest person in the world. Um, he's been on both sides of the industry, so he gets it. Um, unfortunately he was trying to, you know, do his thing for work and he didn't want to take it. So me and Dusty, you know, linked up and we kind of started going back and forth and he's been on about every episode. Um, he, he's moved to have some issues and he missed some, but so it's me, Jason, Dusty. And then I picked up Rich. Um, Rich is a good dude. He's uh he works for a sister company of ours. He's got a real good, uh, outlook, real good <clears throat> as far as like skill level and handling the customer. He's always more focused on the customer than anything else, which is, really makes you a good tech. If you focus on the customer, everything else falls into place. And people get lost Absolutely. when they're repaired. But take care of the customer and everything else falls into place. So Rich has been on and yeah. we're kind of brainstorming. Rich is we, great. I yeah. love Rich to death. He's um him and his wife actually both are HVHX students. So they're really? they're both great people. Yeah, she's she's getting into um the HVAC side. So it's pretty great. Yeah, Rich has been popping up on my TikTok uh, for you page mm-hmm. quite a bit, and I, I I really enjoy his content. Um, good stuff, you know. There's a mix of uh, the kitchen and the HVAC and everything in there. I, I really, you've got a good core group over there at Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Are you? Uh, you're obviously live streaming. You can also find Commercial Kitchen Chronicles on the podcast end, right? Yeah, I just um, I live stream and some I pre-record. But I live stream and then we take that down. Unless it gets kind of crazy, then I get edited it out. But uh, yeah. most of the time, I just put it right up there. Uh, occasionally, we get some crop talk going on or something like that. It's kind of <laughs> crop well, talk. Your buddies have came over and infiltrated the last couple of weeks. It's <laughs> I know. I uh, I hate that you're on Thursday nights because Thursday nights are so insane for us. So like, it doesn't matter how ten minutes before I can be completely planning on being there, and then something absolutely insane happens and I don't make it. So uh, now I, I just send all my minions over for me. It's great. It's great. I love it. So yeah, <laughs> um, we just do the live stream, and then I just upload the next morning. Um, I get done uh, doing the live stream. I just we you know you know how it is. You log out. You still have everybody in the room. We just kind of shoot the crap and um i uh download the live stream and i go ahead and throw most of everything in the editor and then i'll get off with them and take about 15 minutes and just kind of mash it up do my intro and throw it out there the next morning at 5 36 in the morning and then i do my little intro video hey there you are you know it just kind of started I like off those. And that was i love those so yep, it's those actually, i've got a four-door reaching freezer in my garage my barn and that's what i do it in um i had one a couple weeks ago i did it in an oven it just wasn't the same so um, it's fun. It's just something I like to do. So, no, no, it's I, awesome. Yeah, it's cool. That is cool. I've got to so. interject real quick here, Ryan, before yeah. I forget. Randy Terboli, his his birthday is next week. So um, last year he was on the overtime show on his birthday for a little bit. And because his birthday is on Saturday this year, he reached out <clears throat> um, and asked if we would be okay with having him on 
for a little while. I know that we have a guest already, but just for, you know, a few minutes at the end or something, if he could pop on for his birthday so that we could have an appearance from Randy. Well, all I've got to say on that is uh, Chris Stevens is the guest next week. And I don't right. think he's going to have a problem with that. So exactly. maybe towards the latter part of the show, I think that won't be a problem. Uh, Jen, I'll let you, you go, do Randy. the uh, correspondence with him so we can get yep. him the link beforehand. Yeah. Absolutely. No problem. He just asked in the chat. I wanted to make sure we addressed it at least. And Randy, he's all over the place. He's on all these live streams. <laughs> yeah. 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 I see. He's That's a great. huge fan. So yeah, absolutely. I don't have any problem with that at all. Um, so uh, Steve is in the house. A good friend <laughs> of mine. Um, pop it in there. I about made a, I about made a bad comment. I, wouldn't, I won't do it. Oh, my stand falling down. Pat, <laughs> I've had a few beers in me tonight, so I'll be all right. Yeah, we've corrupted yeah. the we've we've corrupted the entire podcast circuit with the show. <laughs> oh, great though, it's like you. I mean, I I always try to be myself, but like here, yeah. like here in the overtime guys, you can just like be yourself and it's like not have to really worry about it. I mean, you guys right. put out great stuff. I mean, no one's coming in here being disrespectful or anything, but I yeah, said no. a comment about the mic falling down. I just keep it to myself. I'll think about it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, well, I, I will say I like this. I like this outlet for people in the chat to be able to be a little bit sillier and not be quite so uptight. So, mm -hmm. it's good. Now, I've been watching you, Pat, over the last couple of years with this whole garage project. Uh, and I've noticed now <laughs> you're you, you're moving on to like getting the office ready at this point. Or is it done? No, it's far from done. So it's framed. The electrical's in. Um, I get insulation in. Um, my mini splits came the week before last on this. Haven't had a chance. I need nice. to start the drywall, get the mini splits up. I went cheap and bought uh, pioneers. We'll see how long they last, but uh, we'll get see. me by for a year. We'll see. Um, see some so, good content. Yeah, well, I didn't want to. My local place quoted me like seven thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars for two Fujitsu heads and an outdoor unit. Like, oh, Christ. We, don't, we don't do enough of the HVAC sides. So we don't really get a great break on that kind of stuff. So, right. and most of our stuff I do is you know OEM back end that kind of stuff. No, no, well, walk might get away if you use an aftermarket stuff. But if it's a reach in or something, I just go direct to the back of OEM for most part. Yeah. Well, as right. you would know, a, a lot of the a lot of the um, the way the equipment runs is on the install. You get a good install on it, it should last pretty long. You know, Absolutely. even if it's not the best equipment, if you do the proper procedures and all that stuff, you know. Sorry, I'm like bourbon, Miller Lights. <laughs> <laughs> so nice, you taste it twice. <laughs> but yeah i'm looking forward to seeing this office it looks awesome it's up it's elevated above the, the garage it's exciting is that exciting or what I, i've never built a garage or a house or anything like that and kind of living vicariously through your progress and process it's awesome i enjoy watching it um it's, it's, it's been a learning adventure yeah, yeah so i started the downstairs first um so it's two 12 by 12 rooms. The downstairs is a 12 by 12 room, and that's the room I'm in now. Um, it, the walls aren't finished yet because I think it's going to be slat wall. That's my wife's crasher. My wife has ADHD, and she bounces from craft to craft to craft. So <laughs> she's got the resin, but she's got lasers in here. She's got 3D printers. She's got resin. She's got all kinds of stuff. Oh. Vinyl cutters. I mean, she just bounces around. So um, it's going to be her room. It's going to have slat wall all the way around. And then upstairs is a 12 by 12 room right over top of this one. And I've got stairs going up to it. And it's yeah, just cool. I'm going to have a full um, can lights. I've got receptacles in the ceiling for LED lights around the room. I've got 
ceiling fan. I've got a, an exhaust fan to suck the smoke out when I smoke cigars, so I don't you know smoke it out in there. It, it's awesome. gonna be my little retreat. I'm sitting there and play video games and you know edit videos. And, Man cave for sure. It's yeah. exciting. It's exciting. Uh, I, I, me and my wife contemplating building, a, buying a lot, and building a house before we bought our house. Um, thank God we just bought the house we had because it would have been a night. We've been. We would even get divorced by the time the house was built. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. So with my week last week. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah, I just I have know... my she shed so I can get away whenever I want. So yeah. same deal that Pat's going to have. <laughs> now, I know you've brought up before that your son is getting into the uh, trade. And is that still going on? Uh, what's the deal with that? Uh, he is actually running solo calls on his own now. Um, okay. on... So when we do a green guy, no experience, we like to focus on hot side first and get him comfortable with that, and then we'll start working on refrigeration. So he's out um, running hot side calls on his own. Um, he's doing good. Wow. He's been on the phone for about uh, six weeks. He bounces back with a guy occasionally if we get slow, you know, or if there's something we want to work him on, showing him off, you know, showing him how to fix something. Or if someone needs a hand, he's doing the second hand on there. So he's doing really good. He's excelling at it. Um, he bought a house a couple months ago, and he's, uh, good he's, for him. Yeah, I mean, hey. twenty years old, bought a house. He's making money it took me till 30 <laughs> probably oh my god my son is making such a disgusting amount of money oh yeah he's like literally 16 and i'm like dude i didn't make that until like i joined hvac when i was like 30 yeah <laughs> I, when i started I, when i started this industry i was doing hot side only 17 years ago and i was making 1350 and yeah now they're paying guys almost double that with no experience i'm like this is crazy Insane. well you they're paying yeah, they're they're paying guys double that to work at McDonald's yeah. these days. <laughs> I I have actually gone back and forth with a few texts online this week, particularly about how much I pay my tax. Like apparently I pay them too much, but like I'm also in Maine, so I don't care and I can afford it, so whatever. But yeah, apparently, apparently I'm on the way too high scale. <laughs> but I just found that out, so I don't care. <laughs> Well, it's but, really it's it's uh, region to region. I mean, and it is, it's a sure. skill level too. Um, yeah. The base. Well, I mean, go ahead, Pat. It's based on what you bring, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You can be an average guy and make an average wage, or you can excel and want to do more and learn more, and you can be one of the top guys. Extraordinary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just all based on what you want to put forth. I mean, guys, don't get the everything. My son, I tell him, I'm like, dude, stay hungry, stay learning, always ask mm-hmm. what you can what you can learn, what, you know, what you can go to training on. Just stay after them. And I said, the more you know, the more value you are, the more money you make, man. Uh, and I just I just had a discussion with one of the apprentices that, at our company because we're a union, mm-hmm. but he's a third-year apprentice, and he's kind of like, I want a van and this and that, and he hasn't gotten one yet because we kind of had some issues with past apprentices and, and vans. But I told him, I said, you got to make yourself available. I said, when Tim wants work, when he asks, are you available? Be available. Be available. You know, mm-hmm. that's half the problem. I don't have to be available if I'm not on call. Guess what? I'm already, yeah. you know, but you know, so it's, it's a lot about putting forth the effort and making yourself available to the company and doing your best work and asking what more can I do? Don't just go home Absolutely. at two o'clock, call or text and say, I'm done. What else do you have? I know it's hot yeah. out. Are there more calls to run? Um, so it's about being hungry. Like you said, Pat, I agree with that 100%. And uh, especially yeah. when you're new and trying to get up and, you know, 
Yeah. yeah, improve yourself. What cigar is that you're smoking? I, I I'm not a big cigar smoker, but I do partake from time to time. So I really only smoke flavor cigars. This is a Drew Estate. Um, I'm not sure which one this was. Actually, got it right. Here. It's a Drew Estate. It's an acid Cuba Cuba. Um, yeah. It's good. Um, I like to do it when I drink. <laughs> yeah. I've had about four four beers, four of these, probably pretty strong beers. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm on call, but luckily, I, yeah. yeah a certain time we just don't yeah you know it's funny yeah. because i'll drink while i'm on call sometimes but i always wait till after six yep. but mm-hmm. i always worry because the only reason i would get called out is for the refrigeration end of it right the, the kitchen stuff <laughs> yeah well no because you know <laughs> half the stuff i do is like rooftop units at uh, oh, yeah, uh, stores that are closed by the yeah. time i'm drinking anyway but i'm always like oh we do have those uh, kitchen accounts as, you know, uh, restaurant accounts. Are they going to be calling me here at eight o'clock? But yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, I, I try to stick to a couple of beers from my call. I don't get too carried away. Um, yeah. Yep. I don't drink, so I, I luck out, but I try to take most of the calls anyway at night. Yeah. We, uh, I thought it'd be busier today. Yesterday it was like 95 degrees here. Yeah. Oh. Texas is on fire. Indiana's on fire, and like humidity. Yeah, I put that up. There. I think the whole country's on fire right now. Hey, it's Adrian. Yeah, uh, we're on fire up here, but it's so humid. Like it's so humid that you can't go outside. It's just so miserable. Yeah, it's awful. That's what it is here. Uh, I actually, I've actually ran some HVAC calls and refrigeration calls the last couple of days. Um, I was on a rooftop unit yesterday. Old R twenty two package unit, heat pump, low on gas. I put like two and a half pounds in it. I looked for like five minutes for a leak. And I was like, oh, I'm rescheduling this. See you later. I'm, I'm not doing <laughs> we need this. to reschedule a leak check. Oh my God. We had um, nine calls in tech support just between like business hours yesterday for HVHX. Cause like, yeah, the whole country's on fire. Oh my gosh. And I've never heard so many like outlandish ones in one place in my life. <laughs> it was one of those days where I'm like, I, I got to stop answering this phone. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. We got a bunch. Got a bunch back up and running, but geez, um, holy crap! Yesterday there was something in the air. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be lucky because it was a chicken restaurant and it was a kitchen unit, and they pull out the filters and they weigh like twenty times what they're supposed to weigh. They're just uh, grease. I was like, yeah, so yes, yeah. filters. And I started running and I sent my training to get filters. And I was like, oh, this thing ain't cooling. I was like, no, I gauged up, and I was like, no, here we go. Yeah. What's up, Bill? The tag hey, was. Bill. So I was like, I was like. I had the Coke one app. I was looking at the compressor. I was like, okay, what is this made for? Okay, it's 22. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Bill, did you get your package today? So I overnighted Bill a package and I paid like an outlandish amount of money to, to overnight it so that he would have it before overtime yesterday. And they said at 6.01, you get your money back. If it's not there by 6.01 tomorrow night. So it never came at all yesterday. <laughs> And I thought with the guarantee, oh, they're not going to let that happen. You know, they're going to pay me my money back. Sure enough, it never came. So now I'm super mad. What was so, it? Yeah. I can't what, tell you. What was the package? Bill has to tell you. To... Bill on. doesn't know what it is. Really? Bill has no idea what it is. So I have I a package it. coming to you, actually, Ryan. <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> yeah, oh, and your Crocs what? are in there, too. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> These Crocs is a top back attachment. Ryan and I have matching Crocs. Really? <laughs> if I get if I get a package with Crocs in them, then 
Um, the next five YouTube videos I make, I'm going to feature the Crocs. Oh my God. Yes. If there's Crocs in there, please don't tell me I just swore to something that I wasn't going to actually. There's Crocs in there. <laughs> you guys Amongst have, other things. You guys have ruined my FYP page on TikTok because it's like Croc advertisement, Croc mods. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Val and I. Val and I were in Walmart earlier, and he was trying to get me to buy Crocs, like a pair, like just to wear all the time. I tag, I tag Jennifer and everyone I see. It's on my forty page. I'm like at Jennifer, like at HV6, at HV6, at Brian, I tag Brian too. I'm like you guys, this is your fault. Yeah, I actually, I commented on one of them and tagged Ben Poole and told him I was going to wear Crutes to the Tactical Awards, and I asked if he was going to kick me out, and he said, "Fuck around and find out." <laughs> so we'll see if I get kicked out of the the Tactical Awards for wearing Crutes. Oh. Oh, Chris is. I was trying to do that one. Purposes. Yeah, Chris must be drinking tonight. Chris's big boy language is coming out. The gummies or whatever. I want some Misfits Crocs. Oh, here we go. No, actually, Chris. Actually, um, Brett likes to wear white socks with his tan Crocs, and I just can't. I'm so upset by that, and I just can't unsee it. I'm super upset about it. <laughs> That's great. Crocs aren't allowed in Canada, Jesus Fish says. Oh, Jesus Brett's Fish daughter. is from Canada. Look at oh, is he? I didn't know that. I, I don't know. He said they're not allowed in Canada. He was calling me out during the last one. He said <laughs> I'm nothing but a... Uh, conspiracy theorist, flat earther, blue blue on hat wearing. I was like, "What's this, what's going on with this?" Jesus, Jesus fish. fish. What were you? Did you eat crack for breakfast or what? Nah, it's all good. I, I I get it. I get it. You know, but the way I see things is sometimes you gotta get outside of the mainstream. Here, you gotta at least question things. Um, mm -hmm. but whatever. I, I I'm not the way I see it. If you're not questioning people, it, it is what it is. But you know. Whatever. Yeah, but you have to question everything because we don't actually have answers. You have to. And so. uh, it is what it is. I know that I'm not liked by everybody. It's clear. It's abundant. Um, I've lived my life. I realize it. Uh, but it's all but good. But they still here, aren't they? Yeah. But one, one person <laughs> that's liked by all is Pat Finley and the Commercial Kitchen Chronicles, the podcast. How's that going, man? Are you uh, on course for what you were thinking it was going to happen is there things you want to work on more or give us some insight on the podcast the podcast is going decent um uh it's trending up it's just slow but sure um, i'm i'm at episode 43 i think i released this week um so at first i was like real hit or miss I, it wasn't consistent um and i made a goal the first year i want to become consistent so i tried to do it at least once a week um that way, I I have something out there. So I have some stuff pre-recorded, some stuff I, I interview, like some manufacturers, or I got one coming up with a Viking, Pipefitter Colton. We interviewed during the day because I didn't want to take him away from time at home. Um, so I interviewed some people during the day, you know, people at work. So I do that, and then I'll throw those up later on if I don't want to do something for the week or if, it, you know, everybody's busy or something falls through, I just throw those up. So I kind of bank a couple. But I try to be consistent. So I'm up to 43. I try to do one every single week. Um, I've, I've taken, actually, my equipment on vacation with me. My little tabletop microphone and my laptop and recorded that way. Um, it's just trying to be more consistent. And it's getting there. I think I'm up to like 3,400 streams or something so far. Oh, nice. It's yeah. slow. Brett exploded. He's got that market 
cornered and he just like took off like a rocket, man. I'm proud of that dude. He's he's killing yeah. it over there. So that's what I want to be eventually. Um, we'll see. It's just it's a it's a lot more work than I thought it was gonna be, you know. I made the comment yes. start the podcast being a smart ass and didn't take it serious, and then people kind of held my feet to the fire, so here I am. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. That's what matters. Uh, it's easy for me because I just we do the live stream on Saturdays. And that is the podcast. <laughs> yep. Whatever it is, yep. it is. So um, I, to be honest with you, I don't even edit anything. I edit the very beginning, just a little bit, and then whatever rolls goes up. But um, It would be so hard to edit this show, particularly. <laughs> well, I, I used to try to like edit stuff out, and then like I interviewed Josh Zola, and he's like, stop. He's like, no one cares. You yeah, guys get yeah they don't. Just, just let it roll. Have fun with it. He's like, it's it's. It's coming from technicians, people in the field. It's not like your office people or, you know, yeah. in an office and you're trying to, you know, go towards the office. You're going towards techs. I'm I'm not trying yeah. to appeal to some guy in a high-rise building. I'm trying to appeal to guys, you know, out here busting yeah. their butt, you know, from 7 to 5 every day or 7 to 7 or whatever hours they work. That's that's my audience. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, I tried editing, like, volume levels and this and that throughout the whole damn thing, and it, it was, like, impossible. Oh, so. that's fake. I'm just like, whatever it is, what it is, how it sounds is how it sounds. If there's like something uh, immediately offensive that I'm like, I can't, right. I gotta oh, get sure, that sure, out sure. of I'll get that out of here. But are you uh, like the don't... over guys in their woman chat last night? No, <laughs> I, I think we had some marijuana talk in some of the early ones that I was like, oh, yeah, but it's legal here. That's why uh, yeah. I wasn't thinking. I was I've totally not take, thinking. I've had to take one episode down because. Um, one of the guests like misspoke about something he thought was company policy. He was new at a company, and um, he thought it was company policy. And it was really just something his branch let slide. And he's like, "Hey, I found out that that's not really company policy. Can you go ahead and take that down?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody in trouble." Yeah, yeah, me either. Me either. It's not worth 120 to get somebody in trouble. So I just the way it went. I mean, the way I see it, this is kind of our like as text like. We don't live near each other, so we can't just like meet up and go have a beer or whatever. You know, this is that this is our time. These podcasts is when we do that. Like we're just shooting the shit. We're just here to have a good time. And if we learn something along the way, that's awesome. And we end up doing that quite often, you know, in this setting because everybody's comfortable. It's easier to learn. So that's how I. I've made, I've made a lot of friends doing this. I mean, you know, I've met I've met yes. Ryan. I've met you know some other people. It's just like it's everyone's so cool. Like you you talk to them online and. You, it's like an instant bond. You see him in person, you're like, oh, hey, you know, what's up? Like, it's like you've done it for years. Yes, you know, Chris. It's, it's that little thing going around the internet. It's like no one supports you more than your social media friends. And it's really true. That's so true. It is true. So true. It's heartbreaking, but it's really true. It's yeah. heartbreaking, but it's true. I don't know where I saw that either, but it was like the people you know in real life don't support you as much as the people, you know, that are supporting you online. And it, to be honest with you, that is true. Um, it's so and, uh, true. It's because they're I, looking for the same thing, I think, you know? Yeah. So we're able to support each other. Oh, yeah. And I, friends never watched one of my streams. He's like, man, he's like, he's like, I'd come watch it. He's like, but he's like, I watched a little bit. He's like, but I know nothing what you're talking about. And I just can't do it. I was like, okay, buddy, whatever. I was like, at least subscribe. He's like, nope, I can't do it. He's like, I, I was like, you're a terrible person, dude. <laughs> I subscribe. I just never make it there. And when I do, I like come in, fuck shit up, and leave. <laughs> yeah. Wreck shop and leave. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've got an apprentice that's working with us that showed up to work the other day in shorts, which is fine, I guess. But he's kind of, he's a nice guy. He's a little irritating. It is what is it? 
It's my apprentice. So I, I was making a video on how to replace a blower and I, he came up to talk and I pointed the camera at him and I was like talking to the audience. I said, and what do you guys think about wearing shorts at work? Right. And he immediately got on the, he immediately got on the offensive. He was like, I don't want to be on the video. And I, at that point I was like, well, I have to keep oh. going. With this. I have <laughs> to keep going now. <laughs> so I just kept, Petty I'm, I'm, came out. I'm not going to put the video up unless he gets fired from the company or something like that. Then I'll put it up. But I was like, I just kept recording. And then at the end of it, uh, he was so mad and I was having a good time with it because I did my thing. And um, uh, he was like, well, I'm not going to see it anyway. Cause I don't watch your videos. And well, I was good. like, well, you, I said, you're going to see it. Cause I'm going to send you a link. <laughs> and uh, it was just funny. Um, <laughs> the petty level of this conversation. Oh, I like Scott. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate that. Yeah, Lucky. I had to. I had to have you see that. Yeah, that's great. But anyway, I've got some, some great people in here. What What I should do is do a uh, uh, members only like type of thing. What do you, What is that called? Where you have like the members only pay this money? You see the Driver. behind the scenes stuff i could then yeah put, post so this. i'm doing one i i actually just made a patreon for hvhx um mm -hmm. and it's kind of that deal but it's on the lower end you can, i mean it's for very very small increments of money um yeah. but we're gonna start doing it so that because we're coming into some money i'm i don't know if you guys have seen the post but i'm hiring some people um i actually just hired my first ever personal assistant which is pretty awesome um but we're gonna really? do it so that yes really i want yes. one of those and, and I hired a guy, I hired a guy who has been close friends with me for a very long time and will be able to do this job very well, but we've kind of lost touch for a while and whatever, but it's pretty awesome. I'm super excited about it, but yeah, so yeah, I'm doing yeah. a Patreon so that every single dollar from the Patreon will go back as tips for the employees of HVHX because we're a nonprofit. So the only thing we can do with the money is pay our employees. So That's awesome. my employees are going to make bank. Yeah. And, and Val's okay with this? Oh Yeah mysterious man from the past coming in to be yeah. a personal assistant he is this guy all right, actually all right. went to jail to keep my my daughter's father out of jail so i owe him one wow <laughs> that's the whole thing it <laughs> sounds like a whole thing yeah she but he's got her. style he can pick out all my outfits for all my events and he can keep my schedule and it's gonna be great and that's yeah. awesome because so the, the only personal assistants i have are my seven-year-old or my 13-year-old those are it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mine wife. all just tell me to F myself. <laughs> nah, not mine. I got it. Mine tell them. are so grown. Every single one of my kids is working now. Bro uh, Brooklyn and Elise just started at the diner down the road. So they're working every single day. And then Brody's still doing commercial floors and Trent's climbing cell towers for a living. So I have Lyric and the baby at home. Oh, that's it. I worked Same. with a guy who climbed cell tire cell towers for a living. It's a great job. Oh, I would never want to hell no. I had one in my backyard. We yes, Chris. A felon, even. <laughs> Chris. What was that, Pat? We had a cell phone tower in our backyard. So when I grew up, I grew up in the country. We had like 20 acres. And we actually leased part of it for a cell phone tower when it started getting big in the 90s. And they put a tower in our backyard. And I, I always wanted to go back there. It was only like 400 yeah. feet or something. I was like, I wanted to do only. it. I, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm a baby. I couldn't do it. I'd go back there and look. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. My son uh, posts pictures up there. He had a guy like cut half of his hand off and he was like 400 feet up. 
So my son's like telling me this and I'm like, well, what did you do? He's like, I sent him down on the rope. I'm like, and you stayed. He's like, yeah, I had to fix the tower. (laughs) I'm like, that's me. We'll be all right. I remember when I was a kid, uh, the, the rich neighbor up the road got a um, satellite dish and um, they had it attached to the side of their house in like a triangle ladder type structure that was on the side of their house. And we climbed it as we were kids. So I was two stories up on top of this dude's house. Look, I was like nine looking around and, uh, (laughs) you know, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. Satellite dishes. Those were a thing once. Mm -hmm. We used to have one that moved like his moved his move it followed the satellite you walk in the yard and be like moving around like what's going on out here Uh, speaking of uh conspiracy theories don't even get me started on satellite dishes oh i was just gonna bring up starlink so i guess i won't no no go ahead go ahead (laughs) i was just um i was looking into the whole starlink setup the elon musk um satellite setup so basically the theory is that you get satellite internet like for dirt cheap a and b it never you don't have any of the regular internet problems that you have with our internet because it comes from the satellites right so you can get it like on i was looking at it because of the fishing boats out here so in the middle of the ocean none of our men here in maine fishing and lobstering is a huge part of the industry and none of our men can answer the phone for three weeks at a time because they don't have service you know so I was looking into that and the satellite that comes with it is basically just a giant stick. It's like this big, tall, giant stick and you put it like out on your deck or whatever. And then the satellites like beam me up, Scotty, down to the freaking stick. And like it covers you like like a certain amount of area or whatever, like this big area around your house. It basically like blankets you in Internet. And I think it's so crazy. I'm like, man, Elon Musk, like he's a smart man. But some of the stuff he does just really pushes it a little too far for me. And it makes me a conspiracy theorist. Dude, I used to listen to Pat McAfee. He swore that Elon Musk was a time traveler. I agree. Um, if anyone is, that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris Stevens said, no joke. I'm noticing that the job link wireless stuff is not working very well when the restaurants have point, point-to-point communication dishes on them. Yeah, I've noticed that too. It's almost like there's a jammer of some sort. Yeah. That is super you, weird that you just said that. I've noticed too. Have, have you guys ever worked on a rooftop unit that had a satellite dish attached to it, like a mm-hmm. direct TV? And yep. we've had to like take the top off and then they'd be like, it was a dentist's office we were at, uh, the one yeah. I worked on. The satellite dish is on the unit. And I'm like, well, all right, well, I need to take the top off of this unit. So we just took right. it off. And then I go down and the bitch is like, my TV's not working. I was like, well, call your cable guy. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a cable guy. I put it back right where it was. Now it's not working. Call your cable guy. Tell him not to screw it to the top of your rooftop unit. I was just going to say, of all the places on that roof, why on God's green earth would you choose the top of that unit? Because they didn't want to put an anchor point down with the the cinder blocks and the the pole to mount it. They were like, let's just screw it to this rooftop unit. Well, but now you have no inter- you have no no satellite TV when you're you and like, I loved no. it. I was like, oh, you're now you're patience, hot and bored. You, your patients can't watch Judge Judy now in the, in the waiting room. I don't Jerry care. Springer. I had whatever a, it is. I had a Buffalo Wild Wings. They have like a ten foot parapet wall all the way around there. 
Yeah. And they had like a, a base that they normally it's on most of the roofs. They put all their satellites on there. They have like four or five satellites on there. Yeah. They couldn't get signal because of the parapet wall. And they just set it on top of a rooftop unit. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, guys, this ain't going to fly. I'm like, uh, I hope I'm that poor guy that never has to split this coil and clean it. I hope it's somebody else. I don't want no well, yeah. yeah, It's fine until anybody needs to do anything to that unit. Right. Yeah. I and, hate uh, splitting coils anyway. Man, is that a pain in the ass? <laughs> yeah. I do it, but uh, I hate it, just for the record. So, Pat, I understand you're a Jeep owner. Our friend yeah. Rick Dermeyer from HVACR Survival is also a – uh, jeep owner have you ever talked with him about jeeps i know you jeep people are like waving at <laughs> each jeep. other as you're driving now you're jeepy Way how do you like jeep? it's 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 great so i always wanted a harley my wife put me on a harley uh, I buy a brand new truck it's a wise but, decision on your wife's part i gotta say yeah, so, my, yeah. yeah. We end up it's a blast because like right now it's hot and nice the doors top off and go cruise around hell yeah mm-hmm. I still run the AC because I'm fat and I'm outside most of the time. And I, you know, I want to stay warm. I stay cool when it's warm outside. I still run the AC, but um, yeah, Flash is driving around. I I finally got it paid off, and I want to start doing some really dumb stuff. So I'm gonna try to build it. To, I want to I want to take it out west. I'm gonna go out to Moab and ride out in Moab, and go out through all the that's mountains awesome and stuff. Idea. So that's my goal in the five years to have it built ready for that. But yeah, I've, me and Rick talked a little bit about it. Um, actually, Brett's yeah, Brett said Kevin too. Kevin's really big in the Jeep. He's got a Rubicon. He takes it. Yeah, he drives down to a, there's an off-road park not too far. Well, that's about an hour and a half from me. He comes down and actually goes riding there quite a bit. Wow. So, nice. It's a whole cult. It's a cult, not a culture. It's a cult. Yeah. But there's <laughs> it's split. There's two. There's the pavement princess Jeeps, oh, yeah. and then there's the off-road Jeeps. Like, we're the off-road. Val and I own Jeeps, and we're the off-road people. But the pavement princess Jeepers hate us, and they won't even do the Jeep wave to us when they see us. It's pretty yeah. bullshit. Yeah, they're... Yeah, mine's been a pavement princess just because my wife was daily driving it. Yeah. I'm like, no, I didn't buy it daily drive. I bought it to have fun. So, yeah, when you got it, you got to take care of it, man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Super fun. I was, Chris always says he wants to buy a Jeep and he's never going to do it. He always talks about it, but he's never going to do it, I don't think. If you buy a Jeep, I will personally, and you take it to Maine, I'll personally have Val lift it for you, Chris, so that you can have a big, awesome Jeep that overcompensates for everything it'll be great <laughs> nice but no it's it's a blast it's fun to go right in and uh the doors it's off red it's red. it's red yeah well, it's yeah. actually rock lobster red so it looks different colors depending on the sunlight sometimes it looks pink sometimes it looks orange sometimes it looks red uh, yeah. i bought it and took pictures and posted it online and had a shitty camera angle and it was pink people were like why'd you buy a pink jeep i was like i swear to god it's not pink i was like no i would have loved to see that I, I want f- mine pink so bad. Uh, Chris says he won't pay 70 k for a Jep. Yeah, that's ridiculous. A Jep. One <laughs> <laughs> I want, the one I want's like two hundred k. There's a company up by me called two hundred k. They're <laughs> worth so much money. Like even just the regular YJs. Like my YJ is in pieces right now and is worth like seven eight k. Just how it sits immediately can i just interrupt for a second i'm shocked every time i talk with jennifer she's the jeep person now all of a sudden i bring up g she's the fucking jeep person (laughs) tattoo i'm just like this girl's like reach into what she she's involved in everything 
Um, anyway, we I, own a commercial garage. It's the only reason I know about cars. I didn't know you were such a Jeep person, too. I'm not. I don't actually like Jeeps. I'm I'm more into our cars. But, yeah, we have a Jeep. And I uh, understand. I, I just I'm I'm blown away. I'm learning more and more about Jennifer every time I speak with her. I know There's she's the ho- she's the host of this podcast <laughs> too, but I don't know her as well as I mean, I, obviously. Uh, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I went to the strip club the other week. She be like, I own three strip clubs down in West Virginia. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I but, would love to own any strip clubs. <laughs> well, maybe we can make that happen, uh, Pat. Family, in the back, slapping girls around and stuff. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna open one and name it Commercial Stripper Chronicles. Commercial Stripper. It's gonna be great. Uh, it's always hilarious. the hot side. But, no, yeah, it's always the hot side. <laughs> oh man, can you tell I'm out of my mind? Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Now there's a cut me up by me. Uh, it's in Michigan called America's Most Wanted Four by Four, and they take like brand new Jeeps off the showroom. Put one ton axles on them. They put demon motors from like Hellcats and stuff in them. The Hellfit motors. Awesome. I mean, they they're putting out like the trucks, the Jeep trucks now with like nine hundred nine horsepowers. It's just it's insane what they do. And they're like one hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. And I'm like, if I won the lottery, if if I, if you see me going to Michigan tomorrow, I won the Powerball. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Call and borrow money from Pat, quick. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a Powerball player because I I'm not a Powerball player unless it's like. You know, I start hearing about it on the radio or the yeah, news. I can't That's the it. funniest thing in the world. It's like, you know, you know, twenty five or fifty million dollars ain't gonna change my life, but hey, four hundred million dollars is really gonna. I know, me. I know. Yeah. But the fucked up thing is, you only get to keep four hundred out of the eight hundred that it's at. Oh, it's such bullshit. It's worse than that. It's terrible. It's horrible. I, like, I could. I mean, imagine. not that I could spend four hundred million dollars, but still, like. Well, so the government the government gets most of that tax money, right? Right. Yeah. All right. So like, Ukraine, like Ukraine gets most of that. Ukraine gets most of that. Exactly. Right? Yes. I mean, exactly. I don't know. Val, you're on the live stream. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, just warning. All right, guys. I'm actually going to pop off a little bit early because I'm not feeling super good. Um, but it was awesome to see you guys. And I will hopefully be at 100% next week. Jennifer, so. it's great to see you. You really too, nice. my dear. Hope you get Bye, everybody in the chat. <laughs> Bye, Pat. Thank you for coming yeah. on. Oh, I'll be God. watching still, but I just got to get some water and chill out. Okay. Take care of yourself, okay. all right? I will. Bye. Bye. Anytime now. <laughs> Trying. <laughs> here, I'll, I'll help you out. All right, there we go. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, Pat. So you're doing well. The the podcast's going nice. I, I like the dynamic with Rich mm-hmm. and Jason and um Dusty. Dusty, Dusty. Yeah, it's good, man. I, I, I tune in. I don't always comment, but I'm definitely checking out the content. Guys, anybody out there in the chat, anybody out here listening to the audio podcast, check out Pat Finley, Commercial Kitchen Chronicles all of his uh, partners in crime. It's a good thing. Um, yeah, we're working on some new stuff too. Yeah. Tell us so, about it. Well, I kind of been on a couple of rants about um, like my side of the industry, not really like no one knows we exist. It seems like unless you're in the industry or you own a restaurant, it's like most people don't know that 
hey, you can actually have a job and this is all you do. And uh, so we have some publications and some organizations that rep the, the industry. And uh, I get kind of mad because I see them like they're talking to managers, owners, you know, and it's like, hey, we're the guys out here doing the work. You know, they're talking about a technician shortage and everything else. It's like, hey, how about you showcase some technicians and what we do, make a spotlight on it. That's going to draw some attention in. It's going to maybe bring some new people in and that kind of stuff. So, Absolutely. you know, I've been, on, I've been on a couple of rants about it. Um, I'm done ranting about it. Now it's time to actually do some action on it. So uh, Jason, Rich, and Dusty and I, we're going to we're gonna put together some kind of recognition program. Uh, we've got some manufacturers that want to kick in some gift cards, some other stuff. So we're in the process of figuring out how we're going to set this up and do it so it doesn't seem like we're just – can't pick anybody um we don't want we don't want to base it on like sales first time fix nothing is actual performance based we want to base it on the guys that are out there just killing it they're taking care of their customers you know they're not worried about selling parts not worried about you know first time fix they're actually focusing on the customer and just doing the right thing so we're going to try to make it peer nominated and then peer voted on and then you know we're probably going to start maybe by, you know, twice a year, maybe quarterly and just pick a couple of guys and highlight them, have them on the show. If they want to be on the show, if not, we can just do an article about it and put it on the website. So that's the kind of direction we're going to try to start moving things. The podcast is going to stay the same. Um, we're going to keep talking about kitchens. We're going to try to start working in um, like a monthly episode on a, a certain type of piece of equipment. So in the past, we've done some on installs. We've done some on gas fryers. So we're going to start, you know, once a month, we're going to pick, okay, we're going to talk about dish machines this week. And we're going to go through dish machine or an oven or something like that. So we're going to try to do that once a month. Um, we're still going to try to bring in manufacturers, you know, and then we're still going to try to highlight another text. So, you know, we may pick up an extra episode here or two uh, a month and go from there. But uh, for the most part, we're just going to try to highlight guys and keep doing what we're doing. That's awesome. I think I heard Jason say it before, too, trying to make the trade sexy. Is that yep. Jason's thing that yeah. I'm hearing? And it's true because mm – -hmm. A lot of people don't think trades are sexy, but I think a lot of people like Chris and Steve from Everything HVACR, they're shining a light on, you know, trades that people think aren't, you know, a lot of people don't think about that kind of thing. And that's the good thing about social media and, you know, YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. It's shining a light on trades that are absolutely needed and without these trades, you know, things don't run, uh, mm -hmm. making them sexy, making them appealing, getting young people involved and wanting to learn and get involved in that type of work. Uh, and, uh, you're doing it as well. Everybody has their little part in it, yep. uh, whatever it might be. So I commend you. Commercial kitchen Chronicles is the podcast, the YouTube channel, the live stream on Instagram, on Facebook, anybody out there who's listening to our uh, podcast tonight for the first time, please check out Pat Finley. He's a, a leader in the social media aspect of his trade and a leader in the actual trade itself. He's a award winner, a teacher, an ambassador, and he's trying to open it up and get it more involved. And I mean, what, what happens when people just don't start applying for these jobs anymore? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so they say our industry alone is like 10 to 1 or 10 to 2. Yeah. And it's nuts. Like, I always have a trainee with me for the most part. Um, unfortunately for them, a lot of times I don't get to work on some of the basic stuff. I work on some of the more intense stuff, some of the stuff that a lot of guys can't fix. Um, so they kind of get the shaft. They get to see the crazy stuff, and they don't see the basic stuff. And then the basic stuff kiss, kicks their butt. So, But 
we just get out there and do it. Um, like I said, I had my son for a while, and I put him in some social media stuff, and he got all mad at me. He told me he signed a waiver for General Parts. He didn't sign a waiver for Commercial Kitchen Chronicles, and I can't use him as a model. What does uh, Ryan make sure you have Green M and Mrs. Uh, that's in his service rider. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going for the show next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he only eats green things. Uh, Jason Johnson's here. He he hates ice machines. I love him. I love him, man. It's it's. Oh, good. When I started, I started on hot side, and it's always it's fast pace, fast pace, fast pace. You know, if it's fixed a lot sooner than you do, you know. And I I, I was self taught on refrigeration, unfortunately, I learned the hard way. And uh, when you go from being fast paced to refrigeration, something that takes four or five hours to pull down, or if you're doing an ice machine, and our my policy has always been three batches, and the first one doesn't count, so. First batch, I don't count. The second batch, I start timing them and, you know, checking all my pressures and stuff. I do three more batches. And uh, that's a big adjustment, man. You know, I may be going from running four or five hot calls a day to running one or two refrigeration calls a day. Sure. I I don't see enough ice machines. I only see them every here. They're few and far between for me. So when I do see them, I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? You know? Um uh, and I just don't trust myself sometimes to clean them. You're putting the chemical in and want to make sure that I'm doing the process the, the, the proper way. It's a serious thing. I mean, ice machines, you got to make sure that they're, you know, it's, it's done properly. Ice is, ice is food. That's the way to look at it. Ice is food. Um, so our, and I, go ahead, Pat. No, oh, you go. Our policy is if you do an ice machine, you only use the cleaner made by that manufacturer for that machine. So we can't be held liable. So say, you know, if it's a, if this is a man's walk, you got to use nickel safe. Well, I only use the man's walk nickel safe. And that way we have documentation to show that, Hey, we use cleaner from, from that manufacturer for that piece of equipment. That way we can't be held liable. If the plate starts coming apart or something happens that damages that unit. So that's just a little tip for me. <laughs> no, absolutely. And if you want more tips like that from a guy that knows a guy who's immersed deeply in the commercial kitchen industry, all of it, refrigeration, ice machines, reach-ins, walk-ins, rooftop units. He does it all. Uh, I mean, plumbing too, right? You're doing plumbing as well. He's doing it all. Yep. Installs. I do a lot of plumbing on installs. A lot of times I'll just have a stub out of the water, stub out water through the, you know, through the wall. And I get a, you know, I run it over to a filter, uh, I'll mount filter systems. I'll, you know, I'll press copper together or I'll use whatever they want to use. And, Plumb it up and plumb the unit, and then you know we'll do drains on dish machines or three base sinks. Um, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, big base sink and, and I, <laughs> I really take my hat off to you because you're doing a lot more than you, you're not just doing rooftop units or HVAC. You're you're covering a lot of bases here, um, a blanket service for a lot of you're just covering a lot of surface area on a lot of equipment and it doesn't you you can't be a dummy on that stuff so i I take my hat off to you pat i'm proud of you you're the award-winning social media i'm real proud of you you got the commercial kitchen chronicles you got a good group of guys around you you're spreading a good message and you're putting out a good message there to a lot of people that are thinking about getting into this industry and I encourage everybody out there to go follow Pat Finley on all social media. Um, it's good stuff. 
Uh, Chris says, I'm a dummy, Ryan. He's no dummy either. Chris Stevens, Pat Finley, they're good friends. And uh, it's, it's, it's uh, like you said, the light isn't shined on the commercial kitchen end mm -hmm. of things like it is on just plumbers or just HVAC. And well, those guys have done it. I mean, they've been out there putting it out there, putting the work out there. And it's time, you know, guys like me go out there and really shit out there and show everybody. So that's why I'm glad I got guys like, you know, Dusty Rich and Jason doing it. And, you know, I've coached um, Rich a little bit on some stuff. Hey, don't do this. Don't do this. You know, I don't want him getting in trouble because we were for the same company. So if he gets in trouble, I get in trouble. You know, they won't punish one person. They punish everybody and shut it down. So <laughs> sure. So I encourage everybody out there to go follow Pat Finley, Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Check out the podcast. I'm sure everybody that's watching live right now is already doing it. I'm more saying this for the people that might be catching the live stream on the audio version that haven't heard of Pat or Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. He's an awesome dude. He has a great garage. He has an awesome Jeep. He <laughs> has an awesome cowboy hat. He's an award-winning uh, uh, content creator. He's a good dude. I consider him a friend. And that's it. So, Pat, congratulations on all the success. And I'm, I'm encouraging everyone to come and check you out. And I, just more success for you and your family and your career going forward. Hey, I appreciate you, Jennifer, for having me on. And especially you. You know, you broke my ice on uh, YouTube last year doing that live stream. It's kind of helped encourage me to do what I'm doing. So I appreciate your help. Well, I'm real, I'm real proud of you and I'm happy to, you know, I, I've got your number. I call you from time to time and uh, I am happy to know you. He's a great dude. Uh, guys, uh, Jennifer had to bow out a little early. Cowboy butts drive nut Chris nuts. What is going on here? I got to highlight Bill. some of these comments. Bill is on it, <laughs> I, love, I love Bill. Uh, the chat's on fire. Uh, what's this? Ryan. Do any of the tabs? No, this is a green screen, Chris. None of this, none of this is real. Yeah, none of this is real. I wish it worked. Uh, Jason Johnson, everything HVACR, Steve. But guys, I appreciate y'all coming in, hanging out with us tonight. Pat Finley, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. Um, I've been looking forward to having you on, and I always tune in every time I get the opportunity to your live stream and your podcast so i encourage everybody to do the same guys so i'm gonna go ahead and try to remember how to do this i was off last week and i can't remember how to do everything but uh, pat anything else you want to say to the viewers uh before we close this thing out nope i just appreciate everybody and all the support and like jennifer said earlier make sure you nominate everybody you want to nominate for the hvc tactical awards and i'll see everybody in chicago boom boom